when Jeff Lynn and myself were doing Cloud Nine. Mm. I don't know, we probably had too many drinks, we were just talking about something, and this came out, the Trembling Wilburys suddenly. The trembling Wilburys? Yeah, and then it turned into the Traveling Wilburys, and that was it, it was forgotten about really. And when we recorded this song, you know, I just said to Jeff, this is it, this is the Traveling Wilburys. Traveling Wilburys podcast, where we discuss every Wilbury song, song by song. This week, we're discussing Rattled, the third track from the Traveling Wilburys, Volume 1. Last week, we discussed Dirty World. I have with me my co-host, Ian, and our special guest, Sahil. Thank you for joining us again. This is actually one of my favorite songs on the album. It's a song sung by Jeff Lynn. Before we get started, Sahil... What are your expectations for this track after two very different tracks, both of them uh, featuring George Harrison on the first track and Bob Dylan on the second track? What did you? Uh, what are your expectations for the third track on the album? Uh, third track of the album uh, is kind of a mystery, to be honest, since the first song we listened to very different from the second, and uh, I'm just excited to see what uh, what they have in store for us. Okay, so let's get right to it. Let's listen to rattled. from the Traveling Wolverines Volume 1. So, what did you guys think of that, Sahil? Okay, so Rattle, definitely better than uh, Dirty World. Um, I like the, the guitar was really well played in this song. Uh, one bit I didn't enjoy was actually like that gargling bit. Made me feel kind of uncomfortable, but the rest of the song was pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's that's funny. I, 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 uh, I always thought that was kind of a funny part of the song, but yeah, it's kind of different for sure. And yeah, the guitar playing from George uh, definitely recalls his days with the Beatles. Right. And yeah, it's a blast from the past because it's kind of very much in the style of 
a fifties kind of rockability type song. And yeah, the, the, I like the guitar playing in it because it almost is like the rhythm of it almost makes it kind of sound like a drum, drum bit. And yeah, it's just a really good song. And uh, yeah, very much like George Harrison's kind of Carl Perkins type guitar playing. Yeah, it's a great song. What I really enjoy about the track is the bass playing, which I believe is from Tom Petty, if I'm not mistaken. And he does this really cool fill, the part where it kind of, it almost sounds like a stand-up bass. I do believe it's an electric bass, but the way that he plays it, it sounds like a classic stand-up bass that you would have uh, heard, you know, from the Sun Sessions with Bill Black, uh, Elvis Presley, and Scotty Moore. It kind of recalls that classic 50s rockabilly sound. And that's something that each of the Wilburys in, in uh, interviews afterwards often said they were trying to recapture a bit of that classic rock and roll, rockabilly mm -hmm. sound. So do you guys think that that part, uh, they captured that? Yeah, for sure. And it's just kind of interesting how like the first three songs of the album, you have Handle With Care, then you have Dirty World, which is just a joking around song. And then you have this, which is a blast from the past 50s rock and roll type song. And you have... It's just kind of, you don't really know if you listen to it for the first time and you hear the first few songs, it's kind of hard to tell where it's going, right? Because that's, those are three pretty different songs. Yeah, you can definitely tell they're incorporating a lot of their influences. And so Sahil, like you've heard the first three tracks. What what kind of style do you, do you feel the Traveling Wilbur's music is based on those three? Yeah, I feel like the it's kind of a rock type of feel, but uh, these three songs, they're not, they're not really similar to each other, which I feel is a good thing when going with music. Artists usually, if you have a song or multiple songs um, having to be very similar to each other, it just becomes kind of too repeatable. And then having something different every time is always something you would look forward to listening to as a listener. For sure. And I think this album definitely is eclectic in that way. It has a lot of different styles. And you can tell that when they were writing these songs, they were thinking back to the past, to the songs and the music that they themselves loved. And that really comes through in this track. And I think, again, we should highlight Jim Keltner's uh, drum part. Really cool drum playing throughout this track. There's some, there's some cool fills and some cool rhythm parts that he does in there that kind of adds to the, the texture of the song. And so it doesn't sound sterile. It sounds fresh and it sounds exciting and energetic. Yeah, uh, I agree. And yeah, it's a great song. So this track was one of the nine songs recorded in Dave Stewart's house. Believe it or not, Dave Stewart from Eurythmics. All of the nine tracks besides from the album, besides Handle With Care, were recorded at Dave Stewart's. They recorded this, this song. Primarily, they had a vocal booth, but they didn't really have any, anywhere else to record. So they actually set up the microphone for the acoustic guitar playing in the kitchen of Dave Stewart's. Mm -hmm. So when you hear acoustic guitars in that, in that track, it's actually primarily uh, just recorded in the kitchen of Dave Stewart's. So that kind of shows that the Wilburys is definitely more of like a homespun effort than other studio albums. Yeah, I think in the documentary it says, it doesn't say that it's basically like the actual control room. Like there was a studio, but it was actually basically just a control room with the mixer and all that. There wasn't an actual like, usually you have the control room and then the place where you record. But the place you record was basically, they just had the kitchen. They just had the control room was, there wasn't an actual recording studio. So it was really kind of makeshift. But I mean, that kind of shows the brilliance of it. Whereas like they were just, didn't really have that many resources to actually make a, 
what you think to, that would be required to make a good album, a great album, but you know, just shows the billions of them that they were able to do it with just kind of, you know, off the cuff, didn't know real preparation, right? That's kind of a running theme throughout the whole album. Yeah, basically, like assuming when you're playing guitar in a kitchen, you have the sound bouncing off the walls, and there's going to be a whole bunch of irregular, sp- like places compared to an actual studio, so the sound wouldn't be as crisp and good. But they just did what they want, so that so- still sounds pretty good for a song. What's really cool about this drum part is that it was actually recorded in a refrigerator. So continuing with that kitchen vibe uh, from of the Wilburys, uh, in Dave Stewart's house, he had this old refrigerator, and Kaltner was kind of messing around, hitting the drumsticks on the racks, and that's that sound is what you hear at the beginning of the intro of the song, where it's just the drums. That's him, you know, playing on the on the refrigerator racks. Uh, so I don't know. What do you think of that? Is that does that make that song a bit more interesting? Yeah, it does. Wouldn't be. Uh, I never would have guessed that they actually used a refrigerator. It's like yeah, it's not even a musical instrument. Yeah, I mean it's kind of funny. Like you think of like that guy from that drummer from Rush, who, yeah, who has like this big drum kit where he has like a million drums and he's like has to climb into it. Right, Neil Peart. Yeah. And, <laughs> and now and but meanwhile he just you know did a pretty good drum part with just a fridge and drumsticks. So you know it just shows the brilliance of you know it's just they don't really need any yeah you don't need anything fancy equipment they just made an album kind of on the fly makeshift using makeshift equipment so that's pretty cool absolutely it's it's definitely a reoccurring theme for the Wilburys is the fact that they're making this great music with very minimal uh, technology or very, and very minimal instrumentation and uh, the fact they're using refrigerator is um, definitely goes to show that the Wilburys were willing to take risks and think outside the box and do things that they might not have done otherwise. That definitely added to the relaxed atmosphere. Anything goes. Um, everyone was contributing to the lyrics together. They were writing the songs together. And you definitely have that sense of camaraderie in this track. Again, the Jefflin production really adds to the song and I think he captures that rockabilly sound really well in Rattled. For the lyrics of this track, they're not quite as interesting as Handle With Care or Dirty World. If we were to look at them, he it's simply just talking about him getting, you know, rattled when he meets a girl. So it's fairly by the numbers kind of rockabilly love story kind of song. But that also adds, of course, to the rockabilly element because it's totally calling back to those kind of songs. I get twisted, I get turned around, I get twisted, and I'm up and I'm down. Right there, there's a ton of references to old rock and roll songs like uh, The Twist or Twist and Shout by The Beatles, I'm Down by The Beatles. So those those tracks that Jeff Lynne, he really loved The Beatles and, and that, that sound. So when he came up with these lyrics, obviously he was calling back to those tracks. And I think this song definitely stands up with those tracks as another great addition to that rockabilly library yeah like the songs from that era the lyrics from them really aren't that complicated or that deep but it you know it's really more about the music than it is about the lyrics so this song even though it was uh, done in the 80s late 80s it's still kind of following that same pattern you know 30 years later so kind of cool to see that yeah for sure and the whole album the traveling wilburys does kind of feel like a callback it's really kind of a retro album before those albums were even made. And that's, I think that's really a great, great part of why the Wilburys was such a big success 
is it managed to do something that sounded different and fresh uh, and stood out among a lot of other albums. You know, the late 80s was kind of the heyday for big hair bands, hair metal, you know, Def Leppard, Guns N' Roses, Metallica. Uh, and then this album comes out, it's such a stark contrast. And in many ways, although those other artists are good as well, the Wilburys definitely sound unique and not of that time. Like the song Rattled, I feel, could come out at any time and still sound great and fresh. Yeah, definitely more like down to earth and more simple than some of the other music of that era where it's really overproduced and kind of over the top. And yeah, so it's kind of nice to see that. I'd also like to mention, you know, Jeff Lynne's vocal performance in the track. It's, his fir- it's the first time in the album we really do get to hear Jeff Lynne by himself. He's definitely got a good sounding voice. He's a great singer. He can pretty much sing anything and he sounds great. Uh, what did you guys think of Jeff Lynne, his vocals on this track? Yeah, I mean, it's really good. And, you know, maybe it's not as pitch perfect as Roy Orbison, but it's kind of in the middle between, you know, the Roy Orbison level and the Bob Dylan level. Where, I mean, I'm not saying there's merit to both of Bob Dylan and Roy Orbison's voice, but he's kind of in the middle between, you know, not, you know, fully kind of Americana Bob Dylan and, you know, super polished Roy Orbison, but it's just kind of good all around and, yeah, there's not much more to say about it. Sahil, so after hearing Rattle, the third track on the album, is it back on track for you? I know that Dirty World was definitely a song that you weren't as much a fan of. You were disappointed with the the song and the, the jokey nature of it. Definitely not the easiest song to love. So what did you think of Rattle, and does that restore your faith in the Wilburys album? Are you excited to hear more? Yeah, for sure, back on track. I really enjoyed, actually, the the sound of all the instruments in the song and also having lyrics that you can actually understand without going in depth with uh, usually new songs you have to actually research the lyrics of the meaning behind them but now in this song in Rattle you can actually just understand what they say so I'd say I'm pretty excited to hear what else they have in store for us and yeah it was pretty good song all around. Okay so that was the third episode of the Traveling Wilburys podcast discussing Rattled. I hope you enjoyed it. Next week we'll be discussing track four. That will be last night. So look forward to that. And until then, handle this podcast with care. Please follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wilburys Podcast. If you enjoy the show, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That really helps us out a lot. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, share your favorite track, or how you got into the Wilburys, just send us an email at travelingwilburyspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to read your correspondence on the show. 